Oh yeah. Here we go. Here we go. It's a nice day. We had nice weather. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. Nice weekend. Yeah. Good church weather. Yes. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful, yeah. beautiful. Praise the Lord. Yes. Good yeah. to see people Sunday. Yeah, we are we are back. The two by two podcast. I'm Danny. I'm Harold. And uh, we're we're just talking about um, our return to church. Uh, we're yes. going to talk about Harold's sermon here in a little bit, but we were talking about our return to church this week and how awesome it was for for our, our team immediately when yeah. we went downstairs in between, you know, after we got done singing, we went down to Sunday school. It, it took about two seconds for somebody to say, like, that's what it was like for people to sing back to us yeah, and, and you know, nice. participate. I told him, you wasn't in there. I told him, I'm tired of preaching to Danny. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, I'm, someone must have been listening because Mike Stork asked me. He said, "Well, he's preaching to you. Did it do any good?" So I don't know what he's talking about. But, yeah. uh, but we're going to pray a little bit. We'll talk a little bit more about you know up and coming things, and, and we could probably mention our June plan mm-hmm. uh, at the end of this thing. But uh, pray us in, and we'll get yep. to your sermon. Here. Lord, thank you for a beautiful weekend and uh, being able to to gather together with uh, family to pray and uh, worship and. Uh, uh, hear and read your word, and uh, what a blessing that was. And Lord, we don't ever want to take that for granted again. And uh, we pray for uh, this podcast that it'd be a blessing to some, and we'll be reminded that uh, you are God and you're good. You have a purpose and a plan for us, and uh, we just pray you'll be glorified. And we pray in Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. So let's let's jump right in here. Yep. With give us um, some history and and the setting and the things going on. Uh, for this book in general, not just for the 29th chapter, but but uh, the the overall circumstance and the, the state of Israel for this. Yeah, for so this, uh, uh, this Sunday was uh, just hope for the future, and uh, we were in Jeremiah 29, and uh, of course, Israel, uh, the Jews, are in captivity, uh, defeated by the Babylonians, uh, first defeated in 606, uh, and then... Uh, under the control of the Babylonians, and then ultimately around 586, 587, 586, uh, the Babylonians under King Nebuchadnezzar came and completely destroyed uh, Jerusalem, tore down the temple, exiled the people to Babylon, which was several hundred miles away that they took them, modern-day Iraq. And so we got now the Jews, the the northern kingdoms dispersed. I mean, they were defeated by the Assyrians, uh, around 722. So they're they're kind of gone. Uh, Judah, the the southern kingdom, lasted longer, and uh, but were defeated by the the Babylonians, and so they're living in exile. Uh, God has already told Jeremiah and and others that uh, they're going to stay exiled for seventy years, and we will pick up some other places in Scripture where they had uh, ignored the Sabbath uh, for. 490 or so years, and so God was going to give the land its Sabbath a rest, and so they're going to stay exiled for 70 years, and and we know that's exactly what happened. Uh, King Cyrus, uh, Mede-Persian Empire, defeated the Babylonians. So God took his God took his Sabbath right then and there. He took it all at once and yeah. said, I'm going to take it since you didn't you didn't take it like I told you to. He right. took the whole thing. Sure. Right. And so God raises up King Cyrus, and... Uh, and he says to the Jews, you can go back home, the ones that want to, and uh, supported that. And of course, we pick up that in Ezra and Nehemiah, and we see that some of them went right. back, and some of them went back and tried to build homes for themselves, and, and others, they, they did some foundational work on the temple. In the book of Nehemiah, they, 
they get the wall rebuilt. Uh, it took a long time to get some of those things done, but but they certainly were able to go back to the land that uh, and God had promised it. And uh, and so what we pick up in Jeremiah twenty nine is that, that Jeremiah is, is God is saying to the people, I've got a got a future for you, yeah. and uh, a future of blessings and welfare and wholeness and peace and. Uh, of course, all that's contingent upon their faithfulness, and uh, you know they struggled with that just as we do, and uh, and so we come to uh, verse eleven. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare or peace or wholeness, not for evil, calamity. That's what they're experiencing: uh, punishment, calamity, uh, in ca- in captivity. See, God God had given them the promised land, right? And uh, and 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 told them, you know, if you've Follow me, I'll bless you. Yeah, I have my hand upon you, and uh, of course, I'm in Deuteronomy right now, my personal Bible reading, and over and over, he's saying, you know, if you, I'll, I'll bless you right. if you obey me, uh, if you decide you want to do it your way, then, right. then there's yeah. punishment for right. that. And of course, uh, they experience the discipline of God and uh, are exiled now, and and yet even in that, God, God doesn't throw them away; uh, is going to bring them back to the land and fulfill His promises. Uh, as we talked a little bit last week, I mean, God made promises to Abraham, yeah. Isaac, yeah. Jacob, that uh, I'm going to give you this land and have, uh, you know, numerous offspring and you'll be a blessing to others. And, and so he's got these plans for, he disciplines them because yeah. of their disobedience. Just as yeah. He says he does us, he sure. loves us and, and disciplines us, but certainly. Uh, so, you, you know, I know, know that the people of Israel would have been encouraged yeah. In exile, knowing that, that God has a plan for them, going to bring them back. Well, so so overall, Israel itself, both both kingdoms now are kind of in shambles. You've yes. got people in captivity. You've got the northern kingdom that's been destroyed. And the promise that they grew up with in the in the Torah, or the, or the Pentateuch, the first five books, the books of Moses, is now pulled away from them, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And, and you can kind of imagine, well, wait a minute, this is the land that my forefathers basically got, got a covenant from God, True. three things, land, blessings, and, and, and offspring, and, and now we can't go back in, Yeah. right? So, right. so that would, I mean, you can understand the discouragement. And there's a lot of books. Yeah. It, it's kind of funny to look at. There's a lot of books of the Bible happening during this time period, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And, and just, we see the sovereignty of God in this, that right. he raises up a, a king to... You know, he he tells us in there that he brought the Assyrians yep. against the northern kingdom. He right. he brought the Babylonians yep. against the Judah. <laughs> I mean, he it tells us Isaiah says he they're they're in his hands. Yeah, and so he uses a pagan nation to come and and bring discipline to his children. Mm-hmm. But now he's going to raise up another king who's going to defeat King Nebuchadnezzar the Babylonians, right. and then let the Jews go back home, which is pretty unheard of. Yeah. That yeah. The king's going to say, oh, okay, well, we'll let all of our slaves go yeah. go back. And, right. and we'll we'll support them in that. Right. And, of course, in, in Nehemiah, you know, the, the king, you know, s- says you can have trees from the forest and you can, you know, I'll provide for, you know, what you need for right. the walls. And right. and so we see God's hand in all that over and over that he sends the people back. He sends leaders. He sends supplies. He he sends everything they need. And uh, he's he's a steadfast, the steadfast love of the Lord never, ever ceases. And yeah. So, the, I, th- I love the tie-ins to the other books. Yeah. You know, I mean, because you can kind of see even some of the statues and the dreams and Daniel kind of happening. Sure. You know, and you go, oh, well, this is what. Yeah. This is what this means. And, ne- and Nehemiah is going to rebuild this temple ball and it's going to be. But, yeah. um, so 2911, 
uh, and I'm going to put my wife on the spot. That is Tina's go-to verse. She spends a lot of time in in this book, right? And um, you know, it's it's an interesting, you know, out of out of all this chaos, out of all this stuff, God basically tells them, "I know, I know the plans that I have for you, and they're not for bad; they're for good." Mm-hmm. Um, in this current situation, how how important? I guess, is it to fall back in this particular thing? Because if you look at what's going on with us now, mm-hmm. some people weren't working. There's probably some people who have businesses that are going to close. There's some, you know, uh, unemployment super high, all this other stuff. This is temporary. Yeah. Right. Sure. I mean, the hope is in this is just temporary. Yeah. And, yeah. He, you know, and he'll, he'll work this for his plan. So talk, talk a little bit about that. Yeah. So several things, I mean, obviously we talked about the fact that God's been faithful in the past and is being faithful now. I mean, he's still providing and he's still doing some amazing things through the midst of this. And, and we know he's, he's a good father, right? For us as his children, he, he, he has an ultimate good is for us to be with him forever. Uh, but, but even now he, he promises, you know, blessings for our obedience. And, uh, he, uh, he, He's a good father. We come to him, and like I said, we, we don't ask for fish, and he give us a snake. We don't ask for bread, and he give us a stone. He he gives good things. Now, he, he loves us enough to discipline us. Right. And so we got Hebrews 12. It talks about, you know, father loves his children. He's going to discipline them. Right. And I mentioned in there, you know, maybe we're, we are living under some of the discipline of God because sure. we have forsaken God so many ways. Uh, I mean, we, we could just pick anything out of the air. I mean, average church attendance now is 1.6 times a month average. Right. And years ago, I mean, not that many years ago, it was 3.2. And so people are less and less coming to worship God. Right. And now they can't. Right. Or couldn't. Right. Until this week. And so so maybe we won't take that for granted anymore. But we certainly know from the time we were small, when we went to church three or four times a week, every time, I mean, we... Yeah. My mom and dad took us, I mean, every time that yeah. the doors were open, yeah. you know, of course, we lived half a mile from church but, yeah you know if it was open on wednesday we went on wednesday to, to, to prayer meeting and uh sunday sunday night service yeah. you know sunday morning and today a, a average church member you know they're kind of like a every other week right one time every two weeks instead of three times every week you know and just yeah. and again obviously church attendance doesn't save you but uh if you're saved you you want to gather with god's people and worship and serve and <laughs> and uh and so we see so many things pulling us away right and uh, as did Israel, I mean, sure. foreign gods, uh, it's more profitable to work on the Sabbath. They, all those things, maybe different temptations then, right. but, but certainly. Um, I heard a, you talk about working on the Sabbath and, and talking about how he wanted them to have six years of crops and then leave the land for a year. So I was listening, um, and I tell you this a lot, that, that guy from the, the New Hope podcast, which is um, – uh, church up in Canada, really good, you know, gets really, really in-depth into this stuff. And he said, you know, back then, God had basically said, this is what I want you to do. Well, now looking forward, we know we we, we rotate crops because yeah. it needs that rest. And, and when, when they didn't give it to him and they didn't take care of the gift he gave him, he took it, he, sure. he took it back. Sure. So, um, so all those things. And in verse 14, I, uh, you know, uh, I will restore your fortunes and gather you from all the nations and all the places where I have driven you, declares the Lord. And so we even see that in modern Israel that there was a people that went a country that went out of existence right comes back back in their home you know and obviously they got lots of enemies but they Israel went away and now exists again and I, I think it's all tied back to God's sure. promises and he's faithful I mean if he promised it he's going to keep his promise right uh, and so there's a lot of hope in that in knowing that yeah. 
our, especially our eternal promises of, uh, of glory with Jesus forever. And uh, all the, the inheritance that we have in right. regards to that is, is the hope that we can live with, even when everything else is cha- chaotic. And we know chaotic times right now and so much, you know, d- differences of opinions and fear for some and, and just lots of things, lots of things we just don't know. Right. And, uh, but, but we know who holds the future. We, um, when we recorded uh, our Studio 3 podcast, or through Studio 3 uh, Friday night thing, you know, we kind of talked about that in the, in the start of that because ours was on putting on the full armor of God. Uh-huh. But, but um, you know, I told him, I said, you know, it, there's a lot of bad information going on right now. I mean, there always is. Sure. But, I mean, even more now because it seems like it's, it's all kind of funneled to one thing. But the best information you can get is right here. Absolutely. And, you know, and he's going to, he, he's going to see you through. Yeah. And, you know, ultimately my, I always have to remind myself sometimes too, because, um, and, and I'll tell you this, you know, during this, this quarantine, I, I you kind of take an inventory, man. I'm re- been really blessed. You know, I've got a daughter that got married and, you know, graduated and, sure. and, you know, I've got, um, anniversaries have happened and all this stuff, you know, and we were together for that, which was great. Sure. But I have to think about, you know, my reward's not here. Absolutely. You know, my reward is in heaven. And But it, but isn't it awesome to know that when he tells you he's going to do something, yeah. he, he does it, yeah. and it's going to happen. He told him, hey, 70 years. Yeah. This is what you got. You yeah, know, it's good. I've been reading Pilgrim's Progress again. I haven't read it forever. <laughs> but just, you know, Christian is on this journey to the celestial city. And all. I mean, this morning he, I read, you know, he went through this uh, uh he, he, I forget the guy's name. Who the giant that got them at the house and beats them, and they escape, but but they got off the they got off the road, right? And uh, it looked easier travel, smooth travel on on this side, and uh, we're going to go through difficult times sometimes, right. but we're still journeying toward the celestial city, and right. uh, we can stay on the track. And sometimes it's harder to travel, but the promise is we're going to get there, and uh, it's all going to be worth it. It makes you, you know, it makes you feel better, you know, as a Christian, Absolutely. and and. And I guess maybe one of the things, and we'll get we'll get back to the text here in a minute. But um, one of the things that I always think about is I, you know, when I have a friend or I have someone close to me that I don't feel like is is a, is a believer or or you know you don't know someone's heart. Yeah. I just go, man, what are they doing? How did what do they do when when stuff gets so heavy? Yeah, you know, I've got a promise of a book and, and the Word of God that basically tells me I've got I've got nothing to worry about. Sure. You know, and how do they do that? And that's the that's the thing that gets me down. But then I get back up, going, you know, this is not, this is temporary. Yeah. And you know, well, I think we we get on cruise control when everything's going well, right? And uh, I just this morning, you know, Jesus said, "Come to me, you are weary and heavy burdened, and I'll give you rest. Right. And uh, take my yoke upon you, and learn from me. I'm gentle and humble in heart." He, he invites us to come with all these cares, and he he's already got them. Yeah. Uh, and there's but there's lots of people that's. Uh, in a bad sort of way right now yeah. with the fears. And as believers, we don't have to. We, we don't have to live that way. Right. Uh, we all do sometimes. <laughs> we should. Yeah, yeah, but he invites us to come and find rest. Yeah. And uh, we're silly if we don't. Yeah. And in verse 13, you'll seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. I just mentioned that just kind of became a life verse when I was called into ministry. and just I was going to ask you about you stealing my thunder again. I was yeah, gonna ask you I'm about sorry. Thunder. But it just Nothing found it to be true. Well, yeah, yeah, I mean, you put it on your business card, which I thought was really yeah. cool. That yeah. was a really cool thing. Yeah. But just the thought that, uh, you know, I kept saying, uh, God, I just want to be sure about this. And uh, in, in my heart, I, w- I really was, but I kept saying that. And right. the more I sought him, uh, I, I got a story about somebody suggested a book by Charles Stanley. 
I thought they said Chuck Swindoll for some reason. I got that mixed up. I got the book from Chuck Swindoll, and it was perfect for, this is a perfect book. And later I was like, they told me, that's like, that's not what the book I was doing. And I'm like, well, that one Well, was, the one I got was the one I needed. That was perfect so. for what I was going through. But if you seek him, he, he's not hiding. Right. And uh, we, we get as much of him as we want. We have, a, a, in our Sunday school class, we have a couple of things that we always visit back. Yeah. You know, especially... It's cool in a life group because somebody be going through something. But, but you know, there's a couple of things. Um, we talk about prayer levels. You yeah. know, when you get level ones, it's when you're praying. When you get to prayer level three, that's when, you know, you really get into it. But the, the one that, that I always think about is um, I saw years ago, and I, I must have been a little kid, you know, about um, people think God has left them or people think Jesus, you know, gets away. Well, you know, the whole time you might be going this way. Well, God's not going this way. He's, he's not only staying true to where he's coming after you, yeah, yeah. you know, and even in those times where you don't feel like that, um, I can look back on my life and go, yeah, he was after me, yeah. you know, and he never was. Well, I was the one running, you know, <laughs> I was one heading yeah. this direction. Yeah. And, and, you know, he tells me he's not, he's not leaving me. He's going to, yeah. he's there. And it just takes one slight turn to get back. Yeah. Oh, you know, and, we always need, you know, regularly need some uh, say nine eleven experiences. Yeah. Where we realize I, I need the Lord. I'm right. not seeking him like I was. And yeah, uh, I mean, the I've only safety that. I have yeah. is in is in Jesus Christ. Yeah. That, you know that. I mean, that's important. Yeah. I think to know. Well, and you, like you said, nine eleven experience. You get reminded of that sometimes as people going to work. Yeah, you know. And even in ministry, I, I think there's times when when things seem to be going kind of smooth, and you you drift. Yeah. And and then when difficulties come up, you think, man, I've drifted a little bit here. Right. I, I need to get back in there and, and hear from the Lord. And uh, you know, Jesus always getting away getting into an isolated place and spending time with the father. Yeah. He, he, did, he didn't ever drift from that. Right. Uh, and we're like, well, that's a model for us. Right. Know, stay close. Um, but, but he graciously brings us back to himself. And uh, again, he's not hiding from us. It's just that we, we quit seeking him. And so that promise that, that uh, when we seek him, we'll find him. Yep. And that's a, I mean, that's just as good as verse 11 when he tells us yeah. he has a future for us. He tells <laughs> yeah. us we look for him, we'll find him. And so I tell that to people. I'm like, this is like I'm praying and I'm just not getting. You seek him with all your heart, you'll find him. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah, I think, um, you know, as as you kind of go through this, um, it's one of those things. God, God has never physically said to me, I'm going to give you this in your life. So I can't, you know, sure. as far as relating to him coming and physically speaking to Abraham and going, your descendants are yeah. going to have this, this, and this. It's going to be plentiful and it's going to be land of milk and honey and all these things. Um, except he did tell me that when I leave this earth, I'm going to a place of paradise and that is awesome. Sure. Right. Absolutely. I mean, you know, so, so um, I guess overall with, with this, and it's a small section you know, yeah. of the, of the, of the 29th chapter. Um, this is where, you know, Israel kind of gets, gets that boost that they need where he sure. comes in and confirms. He was always doing that with Abraham, right? He was always doing it with Isaac and Jacob. He was always coming back and going, remember this? I told you I was going to do this. Yeah. And now he's, and, he's, and even, you know, when Jesus is here, he's always trying to get his disciples to look past today and right. talk about the kingdom and like, when's it going to happen? And uh, yeah, it's going to happen. But, but for today, right. walk accordingly. And, uh, and and I think about John ten that we have a good shepherd and uh, he lays laid down his life for us, uh, but he doesn't run off when when difficulties come. He's right. he's right there with us, and so whatever we go through, he's with us. What's good for us, uh, invites us to come. And I'm going to tie something into that yeah. that I that I kind of learned 
um, over the course of a couple of classes, but um, everybody, you know, when Jesus says, you know, seek and you shall find, uh, knock and the door will open, you know, continually ask, it, 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 it actually translates into continually seek, yeah. continually ask, and continually knock. Yes. Um, so even if you're in a state of where Israel was, you don't give up, you know, yeah. you know, even then you, you keep praying and you pray harder and you, you know, cause he, he wants you to continually ask to continually sink and continually knock and he'll open those Absolutely. doors. Yeah. yeah. And invites so, us to keep yeah. pounding. I mean, it feels weird to <laughs> right. think I'm going to keep pounding the doors, but he tells us to do that. And yeah. So, um, do you think that any of this and this, uh, this is just for my knowledge, actually, is one of the questions that I had. Do you think any of this that God kind of, um, God kind of maybe sensed that Israel was not just wandering, but we're going to maybe take some things into their own hands or, or just, well, despair, just knew the heart and the despair, despair of their heart. and hopelessness. Kind of like when they was in Egypt. Right. Uh, you know, he, he had a plan for them then. And uh, I, I think about the, the wanderings, you know, those 40 years. Right. I, mean, I think God's always offering us some hope even here on the earth, even even in the end time during the tribulation, there's still this this hope of, uh, you know, God working everything out there at the end. And so I, I think he continually offers us hope to look to him and know that, uh, I mean, he's not helpless on the sidelines. No. No. We, <laughs> no not at and, all. Uh, not we, at all. We need his help. Right. And he delights, I think, in, in showing us uh, you know, we keep asking and knocking, and he keeps answering. And uh, you know, John Piper said, "God's most glorified in us when we're most satisfied in Him." And I, so, as we keep asking and seeking and knocking, and God does some things along the way, and we think, "Wow, that was that was God." Yeah, and, and you know for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and He's not, glorified in right, that, right. and uh, even in the midst of COVID nineteen, God's doing some things, and uh, I, I think that's a reminder that uh, He's still in control absolutely i you know and i have said this many times and i think i've even said it at leading sometimes um when i'm at my least comfortable god's at his most comfortable yeah and doing things because i can't take any credit for something that i'm extremely uncomfortable doing and you know and things like that and and i think that he you know he goes okay he goes i'm going to put you in that spot and i'm going to show you it's going to get done and it's not because of you Sure. You know, it's because of me. Yeah. And then, and then one last thing, Romans 9. You yeah. know, the Jews, they, they're they hardened, but they, they're going to come back in and then be saved at the end. And so there's still hope for, you know, that, right. you know, most Jews, you, if you talk to, they, they wouldn't think Jesus was the Messiah. Uh, but their eyes are going to be opened, and uh, God's still got a plan for for His people. Right. And, uh, and so there's even hope for them, and uh, it, it's always a delight to see a Jew come to understand who Jesus was and be saved and yeah. claim those promises. So here's a, here's a, we'll, we'll end on this as far as this goes. And then we'll talk a little bit about what's going on at church and all the online stuff. But my question is, so today, um, as we kind of get back in a groove of something, um, some people aren't working as much as they could, they were, um, you know, some places are going to close. You know, we find out about a salon and things like that. Um, that it was pretty popular. That's going to go out of business. When you have a conversation with someone who is, let's say, an on-the-fence believer or a um, a non-believer, um, how do you how do you relate to them that the reason that you're not worried or the reason that they shouldn't worry? I mean, this this is a big deal, right, for people. You know, I don't have yeah. as much money as I did. My my way of life is is interrupted. Um, how do you have a conversation with them 
for whoever's listening, even for me sometimes, with that person and go, look, this stuff is not yours, you know, and it's going to come back. And, you know, how do you, how do you relate that in a way that, that can make, number one, can make them feel better? Because I've had a few of those conversations, you know, over the last nine weeks or whatever, you can have those conversations with people that you run into or text or talk to, you know, just freaking out. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Well, so kind of two perspectives. I mean, for, for believers, we have to remind ourselves that this is not our home. Right. We're just passing through. And for some reason, we're trying to, we're trying to look like the world and get as much of the world stuff uh, as we can for some reason. And we know we're not taking any of it with us. Uh, and yet we, we are sometimes like the world and trying to right. acquire uh, other stuff. But, but, but for unbelievers, I mean, I, I think we talk about the common grace of God that, that uh, even though he is holy and, and we're sinners, he yet st- bestows this common grace and has, for Americans, he's blessed us beyond Amen. any other people Amen. ever. And uh, we all, I mean, the poorest of us are rich compared to the world. Right. And, uh, you know, there's food and uh, provisions and resources and 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 the, and the church god wants to use the church to to meet some needs and uh and so we we just believe he's a good father and he provides for us and we 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 want to live in dependence upon him give us this day our daily bread uh, very few of us pray that because we we know we right we, we got we got food we've got it and stuff right. but uh, i i, I want to say to to unbelievers that uh you know this 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 life is not what we're living for right uh, we, we're going to live for eternity in one place or the other, either heaven or hell. And uh, and so I'm not trying to, we shouldn't be trying to be rich uh, knowing that that's not going to last. Right. Uh, hopefully we're living in a relationship with God that will last forever. And uh, he's a good father. And even to, to sinners, he invites them to come and be saved and have their sins forgiven. And uh, I, I just want to, talk to them about you know god's design our brokenness right. that we live in and uh even all of creation's under a curse not yep. the way it was supposed to be but sin messes all that up uh but but we know the end yeah we know how all this is going to end yeah and uh there's going to be a judgment day and uh and so we're going to go through difficulties uh but we we better be prepared to meet the lord in the end and right. and we got the gospel and we want to share it and, and we can answer other stuff but but most importantly is is you need to be saved yeah and uh yeah yeah i you know i you know, i agree i think it's you know it's it's a pretty good opportunity really to have a gospel conversation Absolutely. really you know and, sure. and it, you got to be careful though because they're kind of sensitive but and and, I, and i'm guilty of this so anybody who's out there watching don't you know and, and has talked to me don't don't think i'm pointing any fingers because they'd be pointing right back sure. at me but it's a very American thing to get so upset about your way of life getting kind of up yeah. you, you know what I mean? Sure. I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it is, it's, it's inconvenient, it's inconvenient and it's, it's not what, you know, not, it's not the way 2020 we thought was going to turn out, Absolutely, you know, yeah. but I think it's a very, um, it's, it's a very American or very modern thing to go, well, I can't, I can't go to the shoe store and buy another pair of shoes. That's ridiculous. You know, you know I'm, I'm guilty. You know, I've been able to go to Guitar Center for like 10 weeks. So. <laughs> you know, I was just thinking about when you asked that, when Jesus was asking about that tower in Salome that fell and killed some people. And they're like, well, who's, whose fault was it? Who, did they sin or something? And, and Jesus' response was, oh, yeah, unless you repent, you also perish. 
And uh, he, he just, forget about the tower. Right. You better be right. Right. Uh, yeah. Or, you know, and I, I think sometimes we, we got to forget about the the earthly stuff and say, well, here, here's the bottom line. Yeah. Uh, you need to be in a relationship with Jesus, and this is serious. And, uh, you know, and, and as I said, as Christians, it does, I mean, we can be saved. It doesn't mean we won't get the illness or virus or death or lose our job. Right. Uh, but that's not what our hope is. Right. And, uh, I mean, our hope is in Christ, and whether it's blessings or or not, if if it's illness or death, it doesn't matter. I'm I'm still gonna I'm still gonna win because yeah. I'm in Christ. Yeah, and uh, that's so important. Well, I mean, the the only person that got to see heaven before he died couldn't wait to get back up there. Amen. You know. So. Amen. Amen. <laughs> um, so that's that was good. I thought this was I thought it was really good. You know, I, like I said, there's two verses in there that people pick out a lot, and that's twenty nine eleven, and then. Uh, was it twenty nine thirteen? Yeah, yeah. That they they'll pick out a lot and and use in, in a context, and I think that's actually one of those verses where you can look at it in whatever context yeah. and go, yeah, 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 this is what he told and me. And verse twelve, if yep. you, if you you'll call me and I'll listen to you. Yep, yep. Isn't that awesome? Yeah. I mean, God says, listen, you call out to me, and yep, I'm it's almost like I'll stop my schedule. I, I'm ruling the universe. Yeah. You call out to me, and I'll listen to you, Danny. <laughs> that sounds and, good. Uh, I just like, wow, God, you 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 uh. That's humbling that God. It really is. Yeah, yeah. And this week, uh, the the coming of the Spirit and the hope that we have that the Spirit came and changed everything. And uh, so I'll be in Acts two. It'll be Pentecost. And yeah, you uh, could you could preach three or four weeks. Oh yeah, on that particular. Yeah, so much. <laughs> well, and the, and something you mentioned happened right before when it was like, when's that kingdom happening? Hey, when's that? Yeah, you're back. When's that kingdom gonna? Yeah, you know, when's that kingdom gonna happen? About now and forever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so this week uh, Acts two. If you want to read about the coming of the Spirit there, and the the apostles are emboldened and preach the gospel, and uh, I, I just love some of that Jesus whom you crucified. Peter oh yeah, says. there's some good sermons in there. <laughs> yeah, you know it. He fiery. Gets, yeah, he's he's uh, fiery stuff. And uh, people are saved and yep. awesome gospels preached in. Every language gathered there. So and one of my favorites is is right after that is where he goes and um, he saves the magician. Yeah, and the magician's like, "How'd you guys doing those miracles? I need to do some of that." That's right. You know, <laughs> I need to get some of that stuff. Yeah, yeah so, he, liked but, it, uh, didn't he? he yeah. did. He did. Um, well, let's talk about it a little bit. Um, last week, we'll, I mean, we just recap. We we've, we've got plenty of time here, I think, because uh, you know we we really the only people that, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that have a time limit on it, but. Um, as far as um, I thought, it went really good. I thought yeah. I thought it went really good. I didn't want to leave the second service. I kind of was wanting to just hang out a little bit. Good to just missed. see people, yes. and sing and uh, praise the Lord together. Yeah, yeah. And and so I think each week we'll we'll add some more, and more people will feel more comfortable. And, yeah. Uh, but it was good to you know kind of start with the small crowd and make sure we were doing things yeah. safely and we had plenty of. Of, of volunteers on hand, we had yeah. deacons, and then we had some greeters, and we had yeah. you know so there was plenty good. of people. And we we did some things. I mean, you cut a couple songs. Yeah, uh, I try to make the sermon a little bit shorter for if anybody had families. And so uh, we we don't really like to cut songs or sermons, but but we realize <laughs> in the situation we're in that that'd sure. be helpful to families, and and uh, we we want to do all we can to uh, help people feel comfortable coming back. So uh, this week we'll we'll do the Lord's Supper. We get the prepackaged little communion stuff. I, got and, uh, I thought that <laughs> we might have to do training on that. Get, get the bread, <laughs> the bread on the top. Well, it's really funny because I walked in. I hadn't seen them. And yeah. this is this has nothing to do with anything other than I, I walked in and I was like, 
is it, are those grape jellies? Like, are we got biscuits? Like, what is happening here? <laughs> so I, I mentioned, I was like, so then I walked over and looked. I'm like, oh, well, those are those prepackaged Lord's Supper. And uh, I walked up to the stage and we got ready to pray. And Doug goes, I thought those were grape jellies. That's <laughs> funny. <laughs> said, me too. Me well, too, I put some of those out because I thought some people might want to take them yeah. for anybody who won't be here on right. Sunday and they want to participate with us. Because you don't have to have that. You can get some crackers and some juice and, yeah. and uh, do that as well. But we'll do that. Something. We haven't done that for, you know, it's been, it's been a long three, time. Three, four, yeah. A long time, yeah. I thought, you know, in, in, in your hindsight, you know, because we've been recording during the week, so we probably could have done it as a team. I, I thought about it. And then, I, after, of course, it was always after. I was like, oh, shit, yeah. we could have done Lord's Supper together. And, yeah, I kind of like, you know, uh, I like for the body to, be able to participate in yeah. it. Because, you know, Jesus was said, man, I've longed to, even his disciples, to get you all together. And uh, uh, and so it's it's kind of a church thing, ideally. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. of course, when you can't meet, you you don't have the church. Right. So, uh, well, you got it. It's just not the building. Yeah. 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 You don't have a, a, a group of them. Right. right. And so, uh, I mean, that was exciting to just start getting back together. And uh, I felt like, you know, the cleaning went well. And yeah. people were, were kind and gracious. And, uh yeah, I think people are understanding. We're just glad to be able to. Yeah, I, I mean, just having people sing back. I'm, I don't, until you, I guess until you understand what it's like to have, to be worshiping and, and knowing yeah. that there are people there with you, singing with you. And, and you know, it doesn't have, doesn't have anything to do with me. It's just that, that experience, you know. It, they don't realize how, like we got giddy up there because I was like, oh, people are singing back. Like, yeah. <laughs> like I wasn't ready for that, you know, but, um, do you want to talk a little bit about, uh, June, what June's going to look like? Yeah. I'm thinking, uh, you know, so we shortened the service a little bit. We had two hours between the starts of service. And, uh, and so we had a big gap over an hour of, we got everything clean. And then, uh, so we had a eight forty five and ten forty five. I think in June we'll be able to move back to a nine and ten thirty, and have a, you know, a 50 minute service. And it, it takes, 20 minutes to yeah. clean and get everything, you know, and so uh, there'll I think, still be plenty of time to clean and get everything yeah, taken yeah. care of. And we're still doing reservations. And when we see that uh, our services are, are filling in, then, then we'll add another service or right. we'll figure that out. Uh, but of course, we got uh, some who still don't feel comfortable, and then we got the child care. We can't have that yet. And, and obviously in June, we'll have some vacations and, and some of those things. And so, but anyway, when, when people feel comfortable coming back, and uh, we start running out of uh, space, we'll, we'll add. But I think June will probably have 9 and 10.30 and still do reservations. And uh, the social distancing is going to last for a, a quite a while. Seems like. And uh, we'll yeah. we'll continue to, to do that. If if we can gather, we'll, we'll make some adjustments. And uh, it, it all went well, and we were thankful. Yeah, it seems, you know, it, it's different. Yeah. You know, it is different, but, but just being together was, was really good. And we're not, we're not telling you if you don't feel good, you know, stay at, continue to stay at home. We want, you know, want to make sure, but we sure do miss you. That's, a, that's for sure. And, uh, and anything else you want, let's talk about, we're still going to have an online presence. Yep. Uh, we'll still be, so, uh, the sort services will be at 1030 on our Facebook page and Vimeo, um, yeah. For those who are not comfortable coming back yet, and we're going to still do Studio 3, and we'll keep this podcast going as long as people still watch it and comment on it. So I mentioned yesterday in the live service uh, that we, we'd we already pre-recorded the, the 1030 service last week so that we'd have that ready to go on. But, uh, you know, that Barna research that uh, 48%, 48% of churchgoers 
haven't even watched an online service the last four weeks. And uh, that's just troubling to me that uh, churchgoers, you know, they've kind of right. clocked out. And uh, we, we saw really big numbers for a month or two. Yeah. And our numbers have yeah. decreased. And, uh, you know, it, it concerns me that, uh, you know, we have church members, as other churches do, that, that might not be saved. They, they don't seem to have a heart for the Lord. And I'm not saying you things don't come up and you, you can't watch the service every week. But for four weeks, you go without uh, watching a service. You just It's like spiritually you're going to die. You know, this you know, and this is a conversation I have with, with some of my friends who um, will say, well, you know, I'm, my church is out in the woods or my church is out on the water. And um, I say, well, you know, how are you getting fed? Yeah. And, and you know, in that conversation. But, you, you know, it, 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 it could it, be that your church is out there because you're your own God. Right. Well, and, well and we, right. I mean, we, we got a lot of people yeah. enough to say, listen, you, I'm not saying you can't go out in the woods and you can't <laughs> pray out in the woods. Uh, and, and God's obviously in the woods. And, yep. But there, there are some biblical instructions for us to gather together yeah. to worship God yeah. and uh, we, we need each other in the family of God and so yeah. I uh, agree and so I you know I, I, I pray for for those who have kind of disconnected uh, you you need to be in the word and worshiping with God's people and uh, I know that looks differently and I know know you but uh, that that was a little concerning to see that yeah I, when you said that number it kind of shocked you know it shocked me I don't think I had seen I had seen that and when you when you had kind of brought that number up and I was like well why, really? Yeah. I just yeah, saw that like kinda, Saturday, and it just really kind of hit me in the in the gut, thinking oh, that's a long time for people to go. It, with it is, it is. We uh, yeah, we're like ten weeks, man. By the time you know, by the yeah. time Sunday was here, it'd been about ten weeks yeah. since I think we couldn't that ride about this ten weeks since we. So that statistic said that forty eight percent hadn't watched the service in the past four weeks. Oh, okay, so it sounded like maybe some of them started, started early on, and they fell off. But then there's like that makes sense. Yeah. Well, I mean, it doesn't make sense, but I mean that number. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. Um, but anyway, we, we're glad you're listening. Today we are glad you're and, listening. Uh, we had two visitors Sunday yeah, too. Yeah. I didn't want. Yeah. So and uh, so, if we can answer some questions, sometimes you know, let us know. I know Danny; he likes to get a few questions. And uh, to be honest, it just keeps me from thinking of myself. To be yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> well, and really, if if something comes up during the sermon, is you're thinking something pops in your head that you wonder about. Uh, again, obviously, we we can't cover everything in a in a in a sermon, but uh, so we we welcome that. Uh, and it makes us think about some things sometimes as well. So uh, give us questions each week yeah. if you want to. And, you know, and this is going to sound like I'm sucking up to you, but I'm not. I, <laughs> you know, I really like it because now I'm taking, I'm taking that thing. Of course, I get to hear it a couple times since we're recording it. <laughs> but I can really get in there and break down and go, man, you know, this one. You, when you're preaching on hope and you're in that particular part of Jeremiah, it's it's relatively self-explanatory. But there was some good stuff, and I thought, you know especially about the, the history of it, what's going on while, while this book is happening and things like that. It's just, you know, really, really need to dig, dig, to yeah. dig, dig in there. And then after this Sunday, uh, after Pentecost, uh, you know, it's funny, there, there's a couple chapters in Nehemiah, 9 and 10, really, where Nehemiah's got the wall built and the people need a renewal. And and, uh, and I think it fits perfect in where we're at right now. We're starting to get back together some, but there's still some, well, some there's a big need for revival in the land okay. and uh and so i i think uh, in a couple of weeks i'll be back in nehemiah for a few weeks to kind of we're, we're kind of where they were at yep. and needed some yep. spiritual renewal so it's exciting how god kind of works all that out he does he does or he puts songs places where you know 
Yeah. Without you know, I don't get to I don't get to read your sermon beforehand. Yeah. Um, but, what are we uh, singing? What are we singing, Sunday? Let's see. We're singing Waymaker. That's a good one. We're gonna yeah. do Holy Water, and then we're gonna do uh, Holy Spirit. Oh yeah. You're welcome here. Yeah. Yeah. That's a Pentecost song. It's a good. Yeah. yeah. We're so, gonna end, we're gonna end on that one. Okay. So it should be pretty good. Um, Courtney's back. She was gone. She was gone this past Sunday, so yeah. uh, she was excited with the uh, singing back. So I told her, I said, "Welcome back. You got a solo." Oh, yeah. Hey, so uh, in Acts 2, uh, in Acts 2, Peter preaches and, and the people are cut to the heart and they say, what must we do? And Peter says, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness. Listen, maybe some listener needs to be baptized. Uh, and uh, listen, we can baptize during this. We, we'll figure that out. Uh, but, uh, you know, whatever the Lord's doing in your life, you don't have to put it on hold, whether it's be saved or, or uh, walk closer with the Lord or be baptized or... Whatever, let let us know how we can help you. Uh, we'd love to do that. Yeah, yeah, we would. Get a hold of us. We like it. I like I like you know. I used to be scared of those conversations. You know, back in my yeah early saved years, I guess. And now I'm like, God, I can give me one of those. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm this. I'm, you know, we've not yeah. been able to interact with. Uh, yes, yeah. It's uh, I feel kind of dry in that area. Uh, maybe maybe somebody listening or contact us and. And I have some questions about a relationship yeah. with Christ. We'd love to talk to you about that. Yeah, and you can tell the more questions, the better. We'll we'll, yeah. we'll bring them right up here. We want no one won't embarrass you, but yeah. you know, if we got questions, and I love it. I like I love those conversations, and I Absolutely. can't wait to have them. I can't wait to get together and have them again. Amen. Let's pray us out. I'll, I'll pray us out of yeah. here. Lord, thank you so much for this opportunity to come and just discuss a little bit more about your word, Lord. And thank you for the hope we have in Jesus, and the hope that we have that your that your promises are are real and that you're going to, you're, you're going to not only bless us, but bless us 10 times more than we ever thought that you could Lord. And we know that uh, you're going to get us through this time one way or the other. And, and always with the assurance that uh, this is not the end, that we are going to go to a place that's just that, so much better. And we just thank you for that. Lord, we want to raise up uh, those in our church and our community that, that um, are having operations this week and, and uh, have got some things going on. Lord, we just lift them up to you and ask for some healing and um, just protection in those who are having surgery, Lord. And we just thank you for the blessings that we've gotten this week, Lord. And there's so many, even during this time. We thank you for your son, Jesus, and his sacrifice. In his name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you. 